Welcome, everyone, to episode 2328 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Just me and Will today. I think Corey might be joining us in a little bit. He's got some work he's got to finish up, uh, so he's not sure when when approximately he's going to join us. Today's topic is going to be Super Mario Odyssey. I don't know about you, Will, but I spent a ton of time playing Super Mario Odyssey this past week. Oh, boy, Dan, so did I. <laughs> Uh, once again, I'll give all the credit in the world to Nintendo uh, for our recording schedule. We usually record on Thursdays. Uh, that's been the case for, for a long time. Occasionally we'll record on another day, but Thursday just seems to be the most convenient. Nintendo releases their games on Friday, which is great because that gives us all those extra days. A lot of times we have to wait until the next week if it's a particularly long game. And uh, we don't want to only have two days with it before we record our episode. So credit to Nintendo. Will. Anything you want to tease for later on? Uh, I've been playing Golf Story, mm-hmm. and I want to say that's it. Okay. Yeah, no, that's it. The only other thing has been Golf Story. Gotcha. Uh, I played a ton of... I also played a ton of Shadow of War, so I'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, me and Will are also going to detail our Extra Life plans for this weekend, so... Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that during our weeks. Okay, let's get right into the main topic, Super Mario Odyssey. Will, how far did you get, first of all? I beat it. You beat it. All right. I did. Well done. Thank you. Well, when I, when I say beat it, I beat the storyline. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I know it I, continues for quite a while after that. Oh, boy, does it. Okay. Uh, I made it to the last world. I'm in the last world right now. Close to beating it. I did want to have it beaten, but just wasn't quite in the cards for me. Um. I wish I could give you an hour count, but I have no idea because we'll have to wait until sometime next week to give yeah. hour counts on on how long we've played thus far. Because Nintendo has that weird thing where they, or the Switch has that weird thing where I, I think it's after 10 days, it'll tell you how long you've played a game. Yeah. So. Let me tell you though, Dan, uh, school and homework and everything has really just been put on the back burner because of this game. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Well, okay. Well, let's let's. What, what did you like about it? Let's, talk, um, let's let's get right into it. For starters, what I liked about it, I feel like this game, out of all of the other uh, Mario platform, not platformers, but uh, the like open 3D Mario games, I feel like this is the closest to Mario 64. Yes, that we've gotten, um, and there's a lot of like cameos to that game in this uh dan you haven't seen one in particular but uh it's a really cool moment because you're like oh my god like i experienced this in mario 64 and like you get to experience it like on the in this game uh i also like how free the movement is Mm -hmm. it feels like in fact i know you can yeah you can get very creative with how your character moves and jumps through the world yeah uh, I am terrible at it, personally. I was going to say, did you figure out that the special cappy jump that everyone does? Nope. I got it. I finally figured it out. It took me... I, pro- I was probably about three quarters to where I am now before I finally got the hang of the the extended cappy jump. Uh, and once you get it, it's it's something special. Yeah, I just see these... Like, here I am. I was on the... 
I don't even remember what world it was. I probably shouldn't even say because it would spoil it because it was a bit further in the game. But I was trying to jump off this the highest point on the the kingdom that I was in to try and land on different parts of the map to get the stars or the mm-hmm. moons. And like I just was just screwing that up left and right. And I was like, I wish you could figure out this stupid jump that everybody's so good at except me. Are you talking about New Donk City? Uh, as before that. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say we could talk about New Donk City because that's that was all over the the promo materials. Yeah, and actually, New Donk City was one of my favorite parts of the game. Yeah, uh, we were talking about it on Halloween, but the end part of New Donk City is might have been one of my favorite sequences in games. Period. Is that the um, festival? Yes, the festival okay. part. Uh, luckily, my wife was sitting next to me watching when I was playing. I actually played. I probably played the majority of Super Mario Odyssey in docked mode on the TV, yeah, uh, me but, too. A fair, but a fair amount in, in handheld mode too. But I was playing on the TV at that point, and my wife's like, "That is one of the coolest things I've ever seen you pl- in, in any of the video games you've played." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I played all these games, and it's still one of the coolest moments in in gaming history for me." You know? Yeah, like it was Dan, awesome. You, you know when you're that point when you're trying to get the band? Yeah, and like when you find one of the members like you're in that that concert hall Mm -hmm. and like there i had a moment there where like i had gotten three uh three of the four Mm -hmm. together and like it was so cool because like everybody in the hall was like clapping to the beat of it yeah like it was the entire room and it was a jam-packed room and like mario just started like dancing because i let him stay idle for a bit and i was like that is so cool yeah they were playing the the theme from the original mario yep in like a modern band form and it was it was amazing and the game is just it's filled with like with those types of moments one thing i did want to say is uh when i first the night i got it i, I put it on the tv and and everyone was watching both my ki- my two older kids and, and my wife uh and the part where the odyssey first takes off yep um my my son was watching that he's like oh my god that is making me so happy i'm almost gonna cry really I, like i felt that on the inside but he yeah. you know he he said that and it was yeah. just it was just an awesome moment and the game is just filled with with those types of moments it's it's unbelievable how, yeah. how good it is i really think that this is a this is a special game yeah uh i think i think you're right i think the the super mario 64 uh comparison is apt i mean obviously it's a 3d mario but i feel like it 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 perfects what Super Mario 64 was was trying to do. You know, Super Mario 64, in my opinion, is is the best game ever made. Yeah, um, best game, not necessarily my favorite. Those are two different things. Yeah, um, as a so game, I, and I think this is just like the complete version of that. You know, yeah, because like I count Mario Sunshine and the Galaxy games to be a little closer mm-hmm. um, in gameplay style and like how the game is structured. And I kind of count Mario 3D World in its own little thing. It's yeah, its own separate. It's 3D, but like fixed camera. Like it yeah. moves around, but it like not that much. It's still like up above. It's isometric almost. Yeah. You know? But this one feels the closest to, you know, Super Mario 64 that we've ever had. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, at least to this point, the goal is to collect moons to power the Odyssey to the ne- next kingdom. Uh, I think I have a hundred and or is it 200, 216 moons. I think when I, oh, when wow. I'm now that I'm finally at the last stage, cause I, I did a mix of, I, I tried to 
explore a little bit on each of the kingdoms to try to get more of the moons. I know there's over 900 in the entire <laughs> game, wow. uh, which which is crazy. Um, but it's funny because I was reading uh, an excerpt from Kotaku and Jason Schreier and Kirk Hamilton were talking about it. And uh, Jason Schreier was comparing it a little bit to uh, Breath of the Wild and collecting the Korok seeds. And he said, this is completely different and a hundred times better because yep. finding the moons is more than just lifting up a rock and finding a moon under a rock. You know, all of them have something that you have to do interesting, you know, at least it seems that way so far, you know? Yep. I it's, agree it's with that. It's infinitely more rewarding than, than find just finding a random Korok seed in, in breath of the wild. So, yep. I would a hundred percent agree with that. It's more, it's more rewarding to get a moon too, than it mm-hmm. is to find a Korok seed in my opinion, because like there's this huge animation, like there's this like cool, shiny moon looking thing that like you collect and like there's that animation yep. with the title of the name of the moon that they like the title they gave it and stuff and like that. And the date you found it too, which I yeah. think is awesome too. Yeah, that that's like that's really cool in my opinion. And by the way, Dan, like you've done a lot more exploring than I have because I only I think I ended with maybe hundred and sixty moons. Mm-hmm. So you've done more exploring uh than I have, which is probably why I ended up beating it and you haven't yet yeah so. yeah so every every level has it's every kingdom i should say there's a lot of kingdoms is there like 12 or 10 there's a lot well there's ones that you get through the main story and then there's even more than like after oh was there really yeah there's like Holy i want to say there's maybe four more wow okay so and everyone has everyone has a bunch of moons and then a certain purple coin that you collect too so uh and you use the purple coins to unlock uh like swag for the odyssey uh stickers that go on it stuff that goes in the inside the cabin uh and then both coins and regular coins are used to buy mario outfits Mm -hmm. which is also awesome because some of the outfits are used to get moons like there was one in New Donk City where they're like, oh, we're waiting for the construction manager. He's the only one allowed to go in this building. Uh, so then you go as Mario. If you go as the Mario Maker Mario with the construction suit on, you can go and enter that building and get the moon or moons that are in there. Um, so there's a, there's use for the for the outfits other than just like having Mario wear different outfits. Okay. Um, it's really cool. You better really cool believe I, I rocked the new Dunk City suit the entire game. I, I wore that one for a while, too. And then um, that then I did the pirate. Yeah. There, there's pirate. There's the clown one, which was freaky. Yeah. Um, there's a mechanic one. The one I have right now is the samurai Mario um, because I I just finished up that. That kingdom, the, the, that kingdom, and then I, I'm on the the next one after that. So I guess that's the last one for the main story. I uh, I want to say also real quick that I thought uh, possessing the bird in that kingdom, yeah, I thought that was a really cool gameplay mechanic with that bird. I feel like all of the possession mechanics are are cool mechanics. Um, yeah, you, honestly, there's like they only gave you a very small impression of of what you could what you could possess in the game, like in the, through the promo materials and trailers and stuff. There's a lot of stuff that you can possess and control in the game. It's it's awesome. Um, you know, they hinted at the the T-Rex that's like that you can possess. That's like right at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Within the first hour you come across that. Um, I should say too, my son's it's the first game he's like played quite a bit of. Really? Um, Yeah. He's, I think he's through, is he through that kingdom? He's onto the, 
Desert World. Okay. Um, and again, uh, given Nintendo credit, they have what's called an assist mode. Uh, so that gives you six hit points instead of three. They recover quicker. Okay. Uh, and I think when you die, you don't go as far away, but it also has arrows pointing you like where you're supposed to go. So okay. like he would have a hard time figuring out at this point, like where he's supposed to go, but the arrows, he just follows the arrows. And then if he sees something cool, he'll go check it out. But the arrows yeah. keep, keep him on track. Like if he wants to advance the story. So that, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I think it was Mario Kart was the other game that did something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm glad that Nintendo has that option for, you know, for kids to be able to, you know, play more of their games because that's how they make fans. Is yeah. Because honestly, like we played these games when we were little. Now, like your kids are playing Nintendo <laughs> games when they were little, and like that's just carrying on. Just the the way both of them were like glued to the screen. I've never seen them like that. You know, with any of the games I play, I don't play too many games in front of them, but it was crazy how how enamored they were with it and the, the scenery and, and the, the, the noises and stuff. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. I think this game's a beautiful looking game too. Um, so like that definitely, it draws you in. Yeah. Uh, from the beginning. And then like, as you said, like taking off in the odyssey, like that's just a really cool moment mm-hmm. in the game. And like the game is filled with moments like that too. It's not just like few here and there. And like, it's sort of like, like with Breath of the Wild, like there's that exploring element into this game, uh, and while I think Mario Odyssey does it on a smaller scale, I think they do it just as well as Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree with that because it really does reward you for exploring and like seeing. Oh, maybe there's a moon here. Let me go check out this little area, or you know, some coins or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it controls well enough that you don't have, you know, generally don't have too much of a problem getting to that. You know, it, it, the controls feel tight. You feel in control of Mario the entire time. Uh, like you talked about earlier, you can get really creative with the, with your jumps and the things you use in the environment to to get you to new and greater heights. You know. Yeah, there was actually I saw on Reddit that somebody did this this crazy like jumping whatever to get to an area in the game there. Like, we really had nothing to do with, like, getting a moon or getting, like, progressing through the story. And when he got to this, like, little area on top of, like, the edge of the map, uh, Nintendo had put, I want to say it was, like, 9,000 coins up there. Wow. So, like, he stumbled upon that, found those coins, and, like, because he was, like, I want to see if I can get up there just for fun. Like, there was actually something up there that Nintendo had put up for people to discover. Yeah, yeah. Maybe thinking that, hey, no one may ever find this, but that's okay, you know? Yeah, exactly. And the game is filled with little stuff like that to, like, reward people for trying these crazy jumps to try to see what's everywhere, really. Yeah. Not just that, but, uh, it, I mean, once again, I'm bringing up, we're talking about it being filled with, like, neat little neat little Easter eggs and things. There's there uh, There was a video on Reddit of someone with, there was a dog running around nearby, and they threw their cap, and the dog caught the caught Cappy the cap mm-hmm. and brought brought it back to mario i'm like yep that's gene that's adorable it's genius it's, uh, it's and yet the, another reason why i love i love this game yeah it's the little things that this game does and it's the same thing as breath of the wild like breath of the wild i think does a lot of little things really well mm-hmm. um and you know mario odyssey 
follows up with that and like does the, the small details that you're like oh that is really cool like the even the hd rumble on the the um joy cons yep like when i'm swimming through water like it gives you the feeling like you're swimming through water like mm-hmm. how it vibrates and like that's just something that's really cool or like when the wind is blowing in an area yeah like you feel the like the rumble as if it was like it's a weird experience and like i read on reddit that some people don't experience that same feeling but like i'm lucky enough that i was able to like feel like oh this feels like that wind is blowing right now like it's something that's really small and stupid but like it makes it way more immersive and cool yeah absolutely it's they did an impressive job with with all of that mm-hmm. it's it's pretty amazing uh where, where was i oh i wanted to talk a little bit more about, about possession um, so it seems like every kingdom has their own like thing that you can possess and each one has its own like gameplay element and puzzles that are attached to it. So we'll talked about a, the, the bird thing uh, and that one, you can stick the bird's nose into walls and, you know, fling yourself up and, and stick, stick your nose and use that to like move around environments and, and get moons and, and coins and stuff. And every, everything has like, I really like the long, um, almost like caterpillars yeah the yeah they're kind of like, like the the wiggle yeah the w- yeah from the platformer games yeah i can't remember what the wiggle wiggles yeah wigglers wigglers might be something yeah it's something like that it was like that but you know you you the back half would stay and you'd move the front half like as far out as you could go and then you would release a button and the back half would would catch up to it and i was like that's amazing it's so cool so yeah i uh absolutely love mario odyssey it'll be interesting to see once um game of the year awards go out uh it's probably going to be between mario odyssey and breath of the wild i would think yeah i mean I thought there was no way that like Breath of the Wild gets beat this yeah. year, but like playing Odyssey, like that game's incredible. Like I still have to play Horizon, like near I'm still trying to play and yeah. there is a lot of stuff that like this is honestly I I think I don't know if I talked about it last week, but like I'm having kind of a renaissance with video games right now where like before I would not be hooked from like more than an hour. Yeah. Uh, I'd get really bored and start losing my focus, but now like I'm just dialed in when I play stuff and like having a blast and like I lose track of time. Yep. Again. I think it's going to be between Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild for the most part. I think you might see Persona 5 maybe sneak in somewhere like in a hipster type of outfit. But otherwise, <laughs> I think it's going to be either Breath of the Wild or Mario Odyssey for for most places game of the year, I would think. Yeah, definitely. And is is Mario Odyssey still like the highest critically reviewed game ever? It might, it might be because it was at ninety eight last night. I'll check Open Critic real quick just to be sure. Yeah, and rightfully so, I should say. Yeah, no, like it it deserves the the accolades it's been getting. Um, ninety seven. Okay, so that's that is that the same as uh, Ocarina of Time? Is that the other one that's right up there? I think the top five are Nintendo games. Go figure. Um, top rated games of all time. I know Breath of the Wild's ninety six. Yeah, I think Ocarina of Time, Mario sixty four, Mario Odyssey. Um, this is via Metacritic. Uh, so ninety nine. <laughs> this is crazy. Overall, is Ocarina of Time. 
Okay. 98 is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, 98 is Grand Theft Auto 4. Mm-hmm. Number 4 is Soul Calibur at 98. Mm. Uh, and then Super Mario Galaxy and Odyssey. All right, 97's Grand Theft Auto 5. So basically, it's Nintendo and Grand Theft Auto. Yep, on the top of the list. On the top of the list with some Tony Hawk Pro Skaters mixed in. Interesting. Uh, Do you have any other uh, thoughts on Super Mario Odyssey? Any complaints? Any complaints? Honestly, I don't think I had any complaints. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just... I am not that great at the game, mm-hmm. uh, w- comparatively to what I see people online pulling off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, honestly, like not being able to do those crazy jumps that people do, I don't feel that I'm barred off from anything in the game. Okay, uh, which I think is important because, like, the things I saw people doing on because I hadn't played it the day that it had come out. I didn't mm-hmm. play it until Sunday. I want to say so like I, what I was seeing people do online I was like oh my god there's no way like I'm going to be able to pull any of this off and like I'm not going to I feel like my experience might be hampered a bit but no honestly like it, it, if you suck at it like doesn't matter like you're still going to have fun like there's like mini games in there like jump rope and like volleyball yeah. that are just so cool I did the I did the jump rope one and I got to like forty two I think and I was like hey that was awesome I'm probably I got to be top top thousand not even close I think the top person had like twenty two thousand jump ropes or something like that I'm like that's crazy what I know there's two levels to get moons that you got to break mm-hmm. uh, and the same thing with volleyball oh okay I think volleyball I only got up to like ten or twelve maybe. I want to say I got in the 50s for both. Okay. On my first try. Yeah, and it has friend leaderboards too. So if you're into competing on friend leaderboards, that's on there. Mm-hmm. So another another cool feature. Yeah, no, but overall, love the game. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only kind of my only kind of complaint is the uh some of the moves that you could do with cappy you can only do with motion controls and with how much i play in handheld mode it makes it difficult to do that like i can do it with the with when i'm playing it on the tv with the joy con but with you know you don't want to be jarring around your your tablet and your switch yeah, so true. that's my that's my only complaint it's it's a very minor complaint cuz a lot you know you can you can effectively play the game without those like the the spit cap when you spin cappy around or throw them up uh, straight up you can live without those um i yeah, didn't even know you, i didn't know you could throw them straight up to be honest with you <laughs> yeah yep you can kind of aim a little bit okay that's something i did not know but that's it that and the, they're very minor uh it also runs great runs at 60 frames per second pretty solidly uh only occasional frame rate drops uh both in docked mode and handheld mode it, it runs fantastic it's definitely definitely a, a smooth running experience, which which makes it feel all that much tighter and, and more uh, you know more forceful yep. of an experience. Nintendo really they're killing it, killing it. They are killing it. They actually said that they wanted to keep up the release schedule into next year. Oh man! So I don't know what kind of stuff they have. I mean, Xenoblade Chronicles Two is coming out at the beginning of December. 
after that, who knows, you know? Yeah, wow. That If they've got more, I don't even... I'm going to be a poor person. Yeah, me too. I still want to see some port Wii U ports, too. I want to see Xenoblade Chronicles X come out for it. I want, I'd like to see Bayonetta 1 and 2 come out for it. I would buy those again in a heartbeat. Smash? I know we're not far from Smash. Yeah. With that game, I would, I would with, that, with that GameCube controller support now, like I don't, I, there's no way that they're not gearing up for that. I would think a lot of people, like a lot of athletes, especially on on Twitter and stuff, are clamoring for Smash to be on the Switch so they can like play on the plane and stuff. Yeah. You know, that it's honestly <laughs> going to be a great game. Yeah, I'll actually get into an NFL player and Nintendo. Okay, Nintendo fandom. Nice. Um, so that, that's my only thoughts. Like it's, it's an absolutely amazing game. I can't say enough good things about it. If you have a switch, you have to get Mario Odyssey. It's just, there's no way around it. I've been telling people that like want to switch. I'm like, now is the time. Like you have, you have the games on it to get there's, it there. There's a good library. Yeah. And then, uh, it's supplemented by a lot of good indies. Mm-hmm. So I'll talk about one later and you've talked about it already. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and more are coming. So. All right, nibble bits, Will. Go ahead and get us started. Yeah, so my first uh, nibble bit, talking about releases on the Switch, uh, Rocket League is going to be coming November 14th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm, I probably will get it. I'll probably get it, too. <laughs> and, and, and I'm not even that big. We're both the, we're not the Rocket League people on this <laughs> podcast, and even right. we're like, yeah, we'll, we'll, pull, we'll probably get it. Yeah, supposedly it runs at 60 frames per second consistently on the Switch, so... Yeah, and and there's gonna be cool things like the Mario and Luigi carts, the uh, the Samus car. Like, uh, there's gonna be like that cool Nintendo uh, stuff added to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's gonna be a, that's gonna be really cool. So, yep. looking forward to seeing what they can do with that. Um, next is Square Enix continues their uh, games uh, being ported over to PC. So, World of Final Fantasy is gonna be heading to the PC on November 21st. So that'll be pretty cool. World of Final Fantasy I have on the PlayStation 4, but I haven't played it yet. I know Corey played it and said I would really like it, so mm-hmm. that's a game that I really want to get to at some point here. Uh, and my last one is uh, cornerback for the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Mills, uh, wore to pr- like promote breast cancer awareness. He wore pink cleats last game, mm-hmm. but they're really cool because they had Pokemon on it. So there was a Pokeball, and then there was Pokemon such as Mew, Espeon, Jigglypuff, and uh, Belissey. Oh, cool. So pink, on them. pink Pokemon. Yep, pink Pokemon. Uh, and they looked really cool, and he also got an interception. I think it was a pick six. I can't. I know he definitely got the interception. I wasn't sure if it was a pick six. And I think he also got Defensive Player of the Week. Wow, awesome. So, yeah, no, he killed it with those Pokemon cleats. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool to see. I like seeing that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's it for me on Nibble Bits. Okay. Uh, I just have two. My first is that GameStop has introduced a new program called Power Pass. So you pay $60, and for six months you get access to any pre-owned games in their library. So it's it's one at a time. It's it's almost like Gamefly, but you just take it to the physical location and swap it out for a new game. Uh, so yeah, you get one at a time. It ke- it's kept track through your rewards card. I don't know if you mm-hmm. still have one of those. Well, I have one somewhere. I do, yeah. Um, and then at the end of the six months, you get to keep one of the games that you that you picked. So really, honestly, that's a pretty good value. I think. Honestly, I kind of think GameStop has done a really good job uh, keeping up. Yeah, 
I know, like, we, <laughs> in the early days of the podcast, all of six years ago, we were really ribbing on GameStop and how they rip you off and so on and so forth. But, like, just this week, I traded in some games, and it was only, like, five games. Uh, and they were older, mind you, for towards Assassin's Creed, and I only needed to spend, like, $8 yeah. to be able to get the new Assassin's Creed. I think a lot of it, too, was we were going to the wrong GameStop. We were going to the one in the mall that had some shady people once i switched over to the one in vestal i had a lot better experiences there yeah no like so. everybody's nice there uh they were talking about me about not this promotion but they're doing an elite pro promotion uh where you get even more i think it's like maybe 25 percent trade-in value mm-hmm. uh and like so you get that on top of other ways that you can get more for trade-ins and stuff like that and it's all that really cool stuff that uh that they've been doing, um, mm-hmm. that they've been, I think they've done a good job keeping up. Yeah. And now they're starting to get into like collectibles and retro systems too, which is also awesome. Yep. If I had the money, I would definitely get a retro system. Although I have my SNES classic and I'm pretty sure they're coming out with a Nintendo 64 classic. So I'm, I, I think I'll get that one for sure. The Nintendo 64 classic. Yeah. Because that's what I grew up with really. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Like your, your guys even was, Super Nintendo was that was a little bit before your time, but just exa- a little bit. Exactly, like I've played all of those games. I've been very unfamiliar with the NES like library, mm-hmm. uh, but like the sixty four like is what I played a lot of. Yeah. Okay, uh, and for my last noble bit, Razer. Razer, the company that makes uh, gaming PC components and laptops, is now making a phone. Really? Yeah, it's launching November 17th. It's going to be $700. It's going to have the Qualcomm Snapdragon 835, 8 gigabytes of RAM, and the first, at least on a phone, 120 hertz ultra motion display. Okay. Which is pretty impressive. Um, I was really, really impressed with the specs in this phone. Uh, if I didn't just get a new phone, I might be looking at, at getting this one because uh, the price is actually good. A lot like I don't have six gigabytes. I have six gigabytes of RAM in my phone, mm-hmm. uh, and my phone was almost a thousand dollars. So I mean, yeah, phones now are un- unbelievably expensive. Yes, they are very expensive. Um, apparently, Razer bought Nextbit, who made the the Robin phone uh and it the razor phone looks a little bit like the next bit robin but it's significantly more powerful uh, apparently it's got really good sound quality too it's it's meant to be like a gaming phone uh they mentioned a couple a couple like more graphically intensive mobile games that it was like that ran really well on it nothing i really was familiar with but mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's nice looking too it's like a it's just a black brick uh, I like the the square look of it. Um, it's got a 1440p screen on it too, so okay, good, good definition screen, expandable storage, all the all the stuff you'd expect. Yeah, it seems like that would be a good phone for all of us to get. Yeah, I was I was honestly pretty pretty impressed by the phone. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Hope hope it does well for them. Yeah, gaming phones probably going to be the next thing, right? I doubt it. I mean, really, like, I think the reason why mobile gaming hasn't, it's it's taken off, but in its own way. Like, there's yeah. not too much crossover between traditional gaming and mobile gaming. True, uh, yeah. It's controls. It's the touchscreen controls suck. They just yeah. do. 
There's no way around that, you're right. Other than, like, uh, buying another attachment to be able to connect your controller. but Yeah, but then you'd need something universal, too, so that game developers could program for it. And that's a barrier of entry to people who are more casual, anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, Okay, uh, how was your week, Will? It was good. Uh, the only thing that I wanted to talk about is uh, Extra Life for the Thumbstick Athletes is coming up this Saturday and Sunday. Um, so leading off is going to be me and Corey. I think we're starting at 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. So at 5 a.m., Corey and I are going to be up streaming, playing games. And I know, I don't know if we're going to lead with it or if we're going to do it later, but him and I are going to be doing a Final Fantasy VI playthrough. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said speedrun, but I don't want to word it like that because I doubt we're going to be able to like actually speed speedrun it, like a true speedrun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just play uh, through it kind of fast is what he's saying. Yep, we're going to play through it uh, a little quicker than we normally would. So that will be going on. Uh, other than that, I don't really have any idea what we're going to play. Mm-hmm. Trying to get him to play some horror anime visual novel, but he won't do it. <laughs> nice. Um, so Ed, we'll be doing that. And then on uh, 5 o'clock Sunday morning, Corey and I go to bed. Dan will take over, and yep. Dan will be streaming until 5 a.m. Monday. 5 a.m. Monday. Yep, uh, so at least the plan for now, I'm going to hook up the Switch and the Super Nintendo Classic um, over on this TV over here, and that's at least what I'm going to start off playing. I'll uh, just mix and match, you know. Uh, last time what I did Extra Life, I spent probably the first six to eight hours playing Mario Kart and Splatoon, mm-hmm. Mario Kart 8 and Splatoon, so I'll probably do something similar, play those games like right off the bat. Um, after that, I'm not sure. I'll probably play PC stuff at some point. Uh, probably in the wee hours, I'll play something like Overwatch, something like that keeps me, uh, you know, tuned in en- to what's en- going on. Engaged. En- engaged. That's the word I was looking for. Yes, um, but I haven't quite decided. Uh, but definitely SNES Classic and and Switch stuff for the most part. So I, yeah, I'll no. probably also play a little Final Fantasy VI, probably <laughs> Mario RPG. I'll definitely be playing Mario Odyssey. I'll probably play Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8, Splatoon 2, uh, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think uh, our team is all made and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in donating, you go to the Extra Life website and you know search Thumbstick Athletes. We will tweet this out, too, for everybody who's interested in you know donating. Yeah. Um, because we're raising we're raising money for the uh, children's hospital in Philadelphia, yep. so um, and that's a hospital that you know we've had to to, to deal with. Uh, Dan, yep. so been there a few times. Yeah, Dan's most been recently, there most recently to the new children's hospital of Philadelphia, which is magnificent mm-hmm. as well. It should be. It's a, it's one of those things where you know if you're a, if you're a kid and you're going into that building and all the the bright colors and how like gorgeous it looks architecturally like it helps your mental state when you're yep. when you're trying to get better from from an illness so yeah. uh, the the place we went the, that we went before before they opened the new building was definitely not nearly as nice as as, as it is now it's it's a stunning building yeah and rightfully so yeah, so that's uh, that's what we're going to be raising money for. So, like I said, if you are interested, we will be tweeting out the link. Uh, Probably at Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, the usual spots. Yeah. So, uh, if you have any free time, you know, jump in, watch me and Corey and Dan. 
play some stuff. Um, I know if Dan's interested at some point, like maybe I'll play Mario Kart with him uh, if I'm alive Sunday, or I'll yeah. play something on PC, whatever. Like uh, help him out with whatever. If you want to play with us, just let us know. We'll try and figure something out. Because like I said, the only thing that Corey and I definitely have planned for Final Fantasy VI, and I bet we play Rocket League at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll be doing that. Looking forward to it. I haven't haven't stayed up for 24 hours and i think the last extra life i did was two plus years ago yeah so, it was two years ago when i last did it i know i want to say i did it the same year as you yeah we didn't do it last year because um i I, th- I don't think eric could i couldn't because my twins had just been born so i didn't want to didn't want to take the time at that point but yeah back this year now that they're a little older yeah, so it's it's gonna be fun. Um, looking looking forward to doing it. Um, the hardest part is gonna probably be getting up at four four thirty to get get ready to stream. The hardest part for me is gonna be the next day because I'll go to bed at like five ish, probably a little after, uh, and get up at seven seven thirty, and then you have a have a normal day probably. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Dan. Caffeine. I've done, I've done it before without having played video games all night. So. Great. That's crazy. Uh, good for you for been doing that. You're a bigger it's, person than I am. It's only that's only probably double this or half the normal amount of sleep I get. I usually get like five ish hours. So if I can get two, two and a half, I'll be I'll be good. Good to go. You're crazy. You really are. <laughs> but it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, hopefully we. Uh, have a successful extra life mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, like, I don't think I have too awful much. Yeah, I don't have anything. Halloween. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. You know, like, I'm not a huge dress up, you know, celebrate Halloween kind of person. Uh, Nor am I. My, my speed's more like Thanksgiving or Christmas, uh, those kind of holidays where you kind of just spend time with family and it's relaxed but i will say dan that your kids like being excited for halloween and dressing yeah. up and stuff like that like when you're when your son came in and like wanted to man the door for the trick-or-treaters like those was, that was awesome like yeah it's, that kind of makes me excited for halloween again he was really excited for that he, he that's that's all he could talk about was that he wanted to hand out the candy yeah, because he asked me when he came in if he could do that. I'm like, absolutely. I hate doing it. So, yeah, me too. I don't want to get scared by anybody. It, it was there was. I mean, there was a lot of people like early too. So like, mm-hmm. I was just like, after 20 minutes, I was like, all right, I'm done. I've had so enough. I, I was glad that uh, Max wanted to do it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, other than that, like, I don't have too awful much. I don't really think I have anything to talk about either. So. We, you and I are probably the most boring ones for the week. <laughs> yeah, I should say it's not because I don't do anything. Like I'm, I'm busy from the time I wake up until the time my kids go to bed. It's just not. It's parenting stuff. I don't really have anything to report. You know. It, same with me. It's like work and school. Like anybody, yeah. I have no stories that anybody would get. Yeah. So. Same here. Um. All right, let's get into what we played. Uh, Will, let's hear about golf story. Yeah, so I've been uh I've been playing Golf Story. I want to say I have maybe two hours, two and a half, almost three. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I really like about this game is I kind of like the writing with of, of the game. Yeah, uh, they kind of have like a 
it reminds me a little bit of Earthbound. Because the yeah, writing is a little that. is a little humorous. It's more tongue in cheek instead of like, you know, being serious. Um, it just gave me like an Earthboundy feel to it, yeah. and uh, it doesn't seem too uh, cringy. I guess maybe the word. It doesn't seem that way at all. Uh, yeah. Granted, I'm only like as I said two three hours into it, uh, but overall, like I think it's a lot of fun. I'm actually really liking it so far. Um, so. I'm at the second golf course, Dan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just returned like the idol, and I played the round and everything like that. And I think I'm reporting back to my golf course. Well, gotcha. your coach. Yep, my coach. Your coach that didn't want to coach you because your swing was so terrible. <laughs> yeah, even though I destroy it every time I golf. Yeah, uh, it's funny they bring that up at a couple points during the game. They're like, "Your swing is still terrible, but for some reason you have a you have a knack for winning." It's like, okay, <laughs> it works for me. You better believe I have a knack for winning. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like, I, I'm really enjoying it so far. I will say, like I said, I told you on Halloween. Uh, my only complaint was in the first golf course was the moles on the mm-hmm. on the golf course, uh, but I kind of get why they're doing that because I guess each golf course has their own like thing to it. It has its own like obstacle that you have to deal with when you're when you're golfing. Yeah, so I the I guess the quality of this course is is considered not very good, mm-hmm. uh, so that would explain why there are moles, uh, you know, stealing your ball and moving it to different parts of the. Uh, uh, of the course usually into a sand trap yeah thick rough yep which is can be frustrating but what i really like about it are like the little quests that you can do throughout the each like golf course that you're on mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to like go talk to somebody and being like oh i bet you can't hit the green from here and you're like oh watch me and then yeah. you hit the green and like all right you're on the ladies tee why don't you go to the <laughs> men's tee and yep. then you do it and they're like okay pro tee and then you do it and like you get money for it and experience and it's just really cool that uh that they have this throughout the game mm-hmm. um i also like being able to drop the ball wherever i want and just I'll just hit it <laughs> crank it wherever and hit things like that's really cool hit things hit people well, there was that one quest where the guy goes, all right, hit me in the face with the ball as hard as you can. Yeah. Like, you're like, all right. And then you do it, and then he's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Yep. And then, like, you get money for it. Like, it's yep. stupid stuff like that that I think is kind of entertaining to me, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's another game, too, that uses the HD rumble really well. Yep, exactly. Uh, and this is a game, like, I don't know what it is with me. There are just some games where I naturally go, oh, I'll just play this handheld. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this game is one of the ones that I've played only handheld. Yeah. It's the same thing as Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I just whatever reason, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna play this handheld. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why it is the that like why it is that way, but like I just I think this is a very good handheld game. Yeah, no, um, I agree. So I, like you don't need to have it docked to the TV to it doesn't get, give you it doesn't really give you any benefit. Same as Stardew Valley, like it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. You're playing on a bigger screen. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, overall, I really enjoy this game. I, I want to try and beat this before the end of the year. Like I said, I'm trying to catch up on everything mm-hmm. throughout, throughout the year. So that's what I've been working on, on top of playing Odyssey. So Okay. Uh, as for me, I actually played a ton of Middle Earth Shadow of War this week. It was kind of the type of thing where... At night, after we put the kids to bed, my wife does a, does her does her workout, 
and uh, she uses the TV out there. So because I've been liking to play Super Mario Odyssey on the TV and not as much in hand, I, I still play in handheld mode, but I, I'll let her do her workout while, and I'll play Shadow of War. I think there was one night, too, where I just played that until until it was time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still uh, have the same feelings about that game. It's awesome. There, There's a series of missions where you have to fight a uh, Balrog, which is really fun. That's um, that's awesome. Yeah. Again, it gets a little messy with the cannon, uh, but I don't really care that much. It's just that much fun to play. I'm, I think I'm nearing the end of whatever chapter I'm in. I'm not sure if I'm in the second or third, third, probably third chapter. Uh, it's really good stuff. I still, it still controls really well. Like I don't have any complaints about the game. It hasn't gotten grindy yet. I know, I guess towards the very end, it gets a little bit grindy, but I have not experienced that to this point. I think it, I think I've like, like 35 hours at this point I've put into it. Um, can't say enough good things about that one either. It's it's a quality game. Haven't had too much reason to get upset with the microtransactions because I have barely even known any of that stuff was there. So I don't like that it's there, but it's also not in your face. Now, Dan, if this was snuck into the game and nobody had any idea pre-release that it was there, would you have any idea they were there? Probably not, because like a lot of it is... I hate when games have like their own special account, like I'll oh, sign into this account and get this, 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 this and game item. And like, I don't care about any of that stuff. It's usually crap. Yeah. Uh, stuff that you don't realize that you don't have, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, watchdogs that if you pre-ordered it from a certain place, from different places, you got certain in-game outfits and items. Like after you play the game for an hour, you forget any of that stuff is even there. Like it's not, yeah, it's no big deal. So, yeah, I probably wouldn't have known it was there without the the controversy, so to speak. So, gotcha. but again, I, I don't like that they're there. I hope that doesn't become a, the, a norm, um, that sort of that sort of thing. But it's not too bad in, in Shadow of War. So far. it could it could be worse. It could definitely be worse. Absolutely. So. That's all I played. Uh, let's get into feedback. We're flying tonight. Uh, I don't know if I played any more Stardew Valley. I, I probably did, but nothing nothing further to report. And I think we only have one piece of feedback. Oh boy! So much for Corey getting on halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're gonna be we're gonna be done by the time he's ready to get on. Uh, so this is from Idaho Jake who says, Hey guys, I haven't really been in a gaming mood except for playing modded Skyrim. I'm thinking about getting a switch when tax time comes and also an SNES classic. I'm going with Baltimore for hopefully three and a half points. Now for Idaho Jake's this day in gaming history. This one is a per- personal favorite masters of the universe. He man power of Grayskull was released on the GAB in 2002 GAB GAB just GAB. I would be thinking Game Boy Advanced, but maybe uh, 2004 SmackDown versus Raw, Lord of the Rings, The Third Age, Spyro, A Hero's Tale, and Killzone were all released on the PS2. Well, that's it for me. Thanks, guys, and carry on. Did you play Lord of the Rings, The Third Age? I th- I think so. I think I played it on Xbox. Yeah, I want to say directly. I did. I did play it. I think those games were all pretty good. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. I remember playing the official 
Um, wait, was that the one where you played as the trio, like that that you're kind of escorting the the fellowship, but from like afar? Is that the game? That's the one I'm thinking of. Okay, well let me look it up real quick because I'm it's gonna bother me if I don't. Because I remember those games being pretty good. Uh, or I was just too dumb and young uh, to kind of realize that they weren't rings. good good games. The whoop, third age. It's on PC, apparently. Ooh. It's got 73 on Metacritic. That's not too bad, then. Role-playing game developed by EA Redwood for the PS2, Xbox, and GameCube. So I did have this one. Okay, so we, we did all play it, then. Yeah. Or at least you and I did. It does look like it looks like you play as three characters, um, kind of in the background. Okay. So, so yeah, it is the one that we've been thinking of. Yeah. Idriel, Barathor, and Elagost are the three characters that you played as. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yep. So yeah, not bad. Okay. Spyro. I still say they need to come out with a new Spyro game too. I actually heard that, what was it, the success of Crash Bandicoot um, opened the door, the doors to other um, opportunities for something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, of course, like when that was said, people were like, oh, my God, are they going to remake the first Spyro of the Dragon? That would be awesome. I would buy that in a heartbeat. Oh, I would, too. I recently have gone back and played through that game. Yeah, and it still holds up. I still think it's an awesome game. Hmm. Glad to hear that. Um, that's all we've got for feedback. Where's my okay? So I guess Idaho Jake is the winner, winner chicken dinner for our our game giveaway, right? Sounds that way. <laughs> okay, you're gonna win another you... game, Jake. Yeah, he won last week too, didn't he? Yeah, he said he was going to pick his game on Twitter in a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, let me get my random number number generator. Will you have the list, right? I do. I'm going to have to write these down again. Okay, what are the numbers? 1 through 194. 194 still? Okay. All right. Game number 1. 139. 139 is Broken Sword Director's Cut. Broken Sword. I, I, I feel like I've heard of it, but. Directors cut. All right. Next is 91. 91. Tales from Space Mutant Blobs Attack. Oh. Okay. This is a long one to write down. You can just write down the number, and write down the game later. Uh, no, because I have to relist them. Oh, gotcha. Her. Oh, that's right. All right. Next game, 141. 141 is Incredi... Incrediped... Okay. An Incrediped... An Incrediped? Yeah. <laughs> we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> Don't know that one. Uh, game number four. 
Oh, wow. Scroll a little way down. 177. Oh, 177. My bad. I thought I thought it was game number four overall. Oh, uh, no. No, 177. Uh, Hector, Badge of Carnage. Is that from the Trojan War? Must be. Uh, yes, sounds it. Carnage. And the last game. 109. Why do I feel like we always get games in the 100s and up? Don't know. 109. This is a game that was also selected last week, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar, at least. Starseed Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. We had that one recently. Hold on. Actually, I still have the list of the... Yeah, so it was on last week's, too. Okay. So we'll give him another one, then. 183. 183 is Civ 4 Complete Edition. Mm, that's a good one. All right. So, Jake, your games are Broken Sword Director's Cut, Tales from the Space Mutant Blobs Attack, Incrediped, Hector Badge of Carnage, or Civ 4 Complete Edition. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, that would be an easy pick for me. Well, I already own Civ 4, so but if you don't own Civ 4, that's an easy pick. Because that will run on, on older computers, too, if you don't have a modern-day gaming rig, you know? Yep. Okay. Football? Uh, football. Let me call it my football locks. That's uh, what I had to do, too. Uh, we're going to have to bring up the spreadsheet. Uh, we should also message Corey, too. Corey, football pick. Yeah. Um, okay, so I know we have two. Th- three for next week. Already from from the listenership. Dan, do you know how to use a search function on this thing to try and find the stupid docu- document? No, I don't. Did Corey update it? I don't know. Corey hasn't been with us these last couple of weeks. Yeah, I just wondered if he updated it after, uh, after last week's games. I know I got my Corey. pick wrong. I got mine wrong also, so I didn't advance. I don't remember. I honestly couldn't even tell you what everybody else's picks were. Okay. Oh, Corey didn't have one last week. He didn't? You remember because we said, Corey, what's your football pick? And he said, I'm unprepared. I haven't had one. Or I don't have one. Did he abstain? I think he might have abstained. And then (laughs) I don't know if Eric got his right. Do you remember who he took? He took the same as me. It was the Colts. Okay, so you, so you were both wrong. We were both wrong, yep. Okay, so nobody gained any ground. Uh, can't tell you about fans. Jake says he was wrong, too. I appreciate that honesty. Yep. Because I would not have remembered. All so, right. I guess we'll do our picks now, then. Yeah. Who are you, you, and me are, you and me are tied, right? I want to say you're, my, you're probably like a half point ahead, if I remember correctly. Okay. 
So I would go first then, huh? Yep. Hmm. Uh, boy. Well, you know what? I'll read off the listener ones first. So okay. Ryan and Iowa for week nine is picking the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Three, three and a half, three and a half points. Is that what it was? Yep. yep. Baltimore over Tennessee, three and a half. Uh, Idaho Jake also picked Baltimore at three and a half points. And then Tito sent his in. So Tito, is it, well, he said week eight, but this was sent a few minutes ago. Is it week eight or week nine? It's week nine. Week nine. Okay. Uh, he's picking the Cleveland Browns for week nine. So Cleveland is, where are they? Oh, they're on a bye week. Was that from was that last week's? That had to have been last week then. Why do we just get it now? Unless he's making a joke. Uh, maybe. At, at Cleveland's expense, which is also that's why I that's why okay. I laughed. Yeah, that because yep. they can't lose this week. <laughs> that's true. That is a good point. They can't lose this week because they're not playing. Uh, uh, that's good stuff. Okay. Um who am I gonna take here? I want to get back on the winning side of things. I've, I do too. I've gone risky the past few weeks. Uh, Baltimore over Tennessee. I don't know. I want, I want to pick Indianapolis over Houston because Deshaun Watson tore his ACL today in practice. Did he really? He did. Ah, oh, that's terrible. But I just don't think Indianapolis can just beat anybody. Yeah. Hmm. Denver at Philadelphia. No. Philadelphia is playing pretty well. I'm gonna go Miami. I'm gonna go Miami over Oakland. Okay. Uh, At Miami too. So. I'm going to take. Uh. This is this is tough because there's a couple that I would want to take. I'm gonna agree with Eric actually. I think I'm gonna take the Giants over the Rams. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Eric sent his in earlier. It is the Giants over Rams. Yep, Eric did pick the Giants over the Rams, so I'm gonna go with him on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, three and a half. Okay. Uh, and I asked Corey what his pick was, and he said, "I don't know." Again, so. Yep. So he may be abstaining again. He's he's being cocky. He's winning. Oh. So he's like, eh, give him a chance to catch up. No, what's going to happen is when he ends up not winning at the yeah. end of the season, he's going to be like, well, I'm, I didn't pick two weeks or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I should get blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's probably exactly what he'll do, too. And even if he's not really thinking that, he's going to say that. Because it's exactly what I would do. Yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> Uh okay, topic for next week. I guess we're not sure yet, right? Yeah, I mean, does Call of Duty come out on Friday? Call of Duty comes out in approximately two and a half hours. Oh, that's right. I forget it's it is Thursday, isn't it? It is. Um, so possibly that if you get time playing it. Yeah, I think um, I should. Okay, we could also do a extra life recap. Maybe we sometimes we do that. Um, yeah, so we're not sure yet, but we got a couple ideas floating around. So, 
that's everything, right? Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, yeah, to re- reiterate, uh, so yeah, starting Saturday, first thing in the morning, um, Thumbstick Athletes will go live on Twitch with our Extra Life recap, or Extra Life uh, streaming, cha- charity stream, starting with Cor- <clears throat> excuse me, Corey and Will. Uh, into Sunday, I'll take over starting first thing Sunday morning and take it into first thing Monday morning. So we will be actually streaming some gameplay videos, which doesn't happen. Doesn't happen that often. I still would like to stream at least like once a week, but it's just hard to get a consistent enough schedule, you know? I do too. And I just, it's tough to be, as you said, be consistent with it. Yeah, because that's my main thing is if I do it, I want to just do it and make sure I make sure I do it, you know? Yeah. So, all right. That'll do it for episode 328 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Uh, Will. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement.